0: How to start a successful business with no money. Now, there's probably some people that will disagree with me here, but I think the easiest way to start a successful business with no money is to get out there and start talking to people who might become your customers. So the first thing that you need, typically, is customers. So a business is really a group of people who solve the problem of another group of people. And that's a really key point. They solve a problem. It's not they serve a demographic. It's not the demographic is the the group that you're helping with the problem, but there might be many demographics having the same problem. So don't focus on the demographics. Focus on the problem that you're trying to solve. And to start a successful business with no money, you really just need to talk to people to find out Who's having this problem? And try to get some sort of upfront commitment from them. Maybe half now, half later type deal in terms of payment. Maybe it's a down payment. Maybe it's something, something, just something to get them to commit and you know, kind of put their money where their mouth is a little bit to say that, hey, I will invest in you and your business to help me solve this problem. And as soon as you have that payment, you now have a business, okay? Now, is that a successful business? Hmm, not really, right? I mean, ideally, a successful business is something that's been successful for years on end. So once you've got someone who's agreed to pay you to solve a problem, now you need to make sure that you can deliver the the result that they're paying you for. People pay for results, again. So what's the result they're paying you for? How do they want that result delivered to them? And really, this is about communicating with them and make sure that they're happy and make sure that you can deliver it and then finding a way to do that at scale. So once you started having a few transactions, you know, really what I just described is kind of how you should start off to get your first 10, 20 sales. Just talking to people, trying to get out there, figure out what people, where the people having this problem are, talking to them about that, figuring out if they're willing to pay money to have this problem solved, figuring out if they're willing to pay you money to have you help them solve this problem, And then once you have that commitment from them, doing what you need to do to to get the result. And now that you've got that result, you want to try to create standards around it so you can maintain quality control for everyone that's going through. And probably you're going to need to start building a team. And so this is something that it kind of depends. I mean, I like to use the analogy maybe in the beginning of, you know, pre-internet, if you were a taxi driver in the beginning, you just need to find people that are willing to pay you to drive them places so where are these people what schedule are they on right why are they you know like what kind of experience do they want do they care if you smoke in your taxi do they want a non-smoking taxi these are things that you're only going to find out by talking to the people and just kind of getting out there and doing it getting started now again using this pre-internet taxi driver analogy now once you've got some people Once you kinda got a full day and you're able to get going, now you need to focus on actually building a business around this. And so how do you do that? Well, you can't do that if you're the one that's constantly driving everyone everywhere. So you're gonna have to hire some help. You might take a, a cut to your income, but it's an investment in building an actual business. And so now you're gonna hire someone, they're gonna take over some of the driving for you and the schedule, you're gonna to have to pay them, but that frees up your time to now try to grow this, try to grow and be in more locations, help more of these people get another car, right? De- invest in the development of this, in the systems, in the standards, to maintain quality control. Right? Are, you, are your cab drivers gonna be playing like music full of curse words? Or are you gonna have only certain radio jam stations or only certain types of music can be played? You know, like this is all kind of part of it, right? Like you're you're creating an experience and producing a result for people. So now you've got something up and running. Now you're trying to maybe help build a team or using software or whatever you can to kind of deliver this result, and now you need to scale. So I've done research last year, well, at the time of this recording, last year in 2020, I spent about $50,000 paying researchers to help me go through all the scientific literature on success for small and medium-sized businesses. The question was, what are the critical success factors for small and medium-sized businesses? And we came up with eight. These eight are self-efficacy, which is your ability to be effective means when you wake up in the morning, do you effectively use your time, your energy to get the things you need to get done, done? Does your team, are they effective with their time? Are you an effective communicator, right? Are you an effective leader? So self-efficacy is a huge part of this because if you wake up every day with the same things on your to-do list and they never get done, you're not going to go anywhere. You're like, you know, you're like a car stuck in mud, you're not going to move forward. So, self-efficacy, strategic planning, is a critical success factor. There has to be some sort of strategy that you're gonna play out that takes into consideration the market, the situation, the developments, you know, what's coming out, what are other people doing, are are you building a business in an industry that's going obsolete? So that strategic planning is really important to help with the success trajectory of your business. Then you need to do some market intelligence, market research. Right? You have to figure out the who, the what, the where, the when, the why. Then you have to have some sort of marketing strategy, which is different than sales, it's a communication strategy. It's how do you get your name out there, how do you get found. They typically say good marketing can sell a non-existent product. Not that you want to do that, you don't want to do that, but the expression is good marketing can sell a non-existent product, but bad marketing cannot give away free gold. So you need some sort of marketing strategy to help find people who have the problem that you help solve. And then of course you have to have some sort of sales strategy, sales skills that you use to help them through that buying process to make a decision and a commitment to getting the result. And so that's the X one. So we have self-efficacy, strategic planning, market intelligence, marketing strategy, sales strategy, sales skills. And then the three that are left, you need business operation systems This can be meeting rhythms. It can be your legal department. It can be your communication flow and channels. How do you, where do you store your resources? What are the operation systems? What's the glue that pulls people together? How do you hire people? These are all operations type things. Then you also need money management, because money is like, uh, money to a business is like gasoline to a car. So money management is a really important part of having a successful business. And then the last one is business intelligence. And what business intelligence is, it's feedback loops. It's feedback loops on how you're doing, how you're doing compared to your competitors, how your customers think you're doing, how effective your team's building, it's that feedback loop on how your business is and performing. It's the mirror that's showing you whether you got boogers on your face or you know you look nice and or not. Like that's so those are the eight critical success factors. We did identify a ninth, which was government and economic conditions, but those are beyond the typically, maybe not in all cases, but typically. You're not going to be able to do much to change the government. You're not going to be able to do much to change the economic condition. So we focus on the eight critical success factors because these are the things you can do something about. For more information on these eight factors, you can go to bestbusinesscoach.ca.